0: On today's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, we discuss the severity of taking time during the coaching search and how after this weekend's games, how can Houston size up against the best of the AFC for the next half decade? But first, start the countdown. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Texas Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. First and foremost, Cody and I would like to apologize for missing Monday's show. However, we are back on this Tuesday edition to talk The Houston Texans, the future, and how they should take their time. Do not rush. Get it right. You guys know me as Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. And, of course, I'm joined by none other than Cody Davis. And over the weekend, Cody, me, you, her, (laughs) them, whoever, everybody was blown away by the fantastic performances by the Buffalo Bills and how they, you know, inevitably lost the game because you left Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds left on the clock in order to go to overtime. And the job D'Amico Ryans did with that defense and special team unit, how they held the Green Bay Packers to 10 points, right? And that was something that nobody going into their game foresaw, uh, foreshadowed, especially when you look at the Green Bay Packers. They're the team playing in the snow. You would assume that they have the home field advantage because they are used to those conditions. Not at all. D'Amico Ryans and that unit put on an amazing show. And Cody, what do we know about the Houston Texans coaching search right now? Well, we know that they reached out to Josh McCown. Uh -uh. We know about Brian Flores Uh and that connection. We know about Jonathan Gannon and Uh how Jonathan Gannon has been very impressive with his interview with the Houston Texans. And they want to bring him back for a second interview we know about hans ward oh uh, hell no uh, right that's my knows, is a hell known as well well they've, <laughs> they've been you know wanted to get him i guess prepped and prime for the last couple of seasons but we also know that the houston texas requested an interview with kevin o'connell as well i'm also seeing his name thrown around with the bears and, and other positions there i want to say the broncos as well so his name has been thrown around hot buzz name in the nfl but I think whatever the Houston Texans are leaning towards right now, stop leaning. Lean lean back, but lean front and understand this. There's no way you are going to consider yourself serious if you do not do the due diligence with calling these two coordinators. Now, I love Brian Dable, the job that he's done with Josh Allen over the last couple of years. Josh Allen, in the last, first two games of the playoffs, his last two games, we're going to see until next season, 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions, a 78 uh passer completion. That's totally different from the Josh Allen of the first two years in the NFL. Hmm. And what does that make me think of? Well, if he can get his hand on a Davis Mills, who I think has a little bit more upside as a precision passer, and Brian Dable can come in – With no handcuffs, with no leash around his arms, he'd be able to do some wonders with this offense. But I also think right now the New York Giants are really primed to get him announced as the head coach. That may happen later in this week or early from next week, but that's not enough. If he's not the guy, and I think you should call him, stop what you're doing and call him. Maybe you can sway him a little bit uh, because I think the quarterback situation here in Houston would be a whole lot better. Than the new york giants and the cap here (laughs) uh we look at the free agency what houston can do more so in the draft capital i think that is more impressive than the new york giants but new york is new york but if you can call texan legend texan great who i still think is the greatest linebacker in franchise history if you can get D'Amico ryans on the phone and say hey man you played here you already have a legacy here how about coming back home and building that legacy, right? And Mike McDaniels, he's a coordinator who has had a lot of buzz, but it seems like teams are not ready to you know, bring him in as a head coach. How about you bring over Mike McDaniels with you as well? You get free range to do what you want to do with this team, and then we're going to have to live and die with it. Now, my concern is, how much of a free thinker as a coach does this franchise really want? You're not going to bring in a Brian Daymore and handcuff him. You're not going to bring in a D'Amico Ryans and handcuff him. But if you're going to be serious, you're going to have to look at all the serious and best candidates out there. Josh McCown and Heinz Ward are not the best and serious candidates out there jonathan gannon and brian flores are so that leads me to believe that they're already out there with their two guys in mind and they're just figuring out who works better for what this franchise wants to go through and go the direction they want to go to excuse me but you got to get these guys on the phone to be serious when we look at the rest of the afc which we're going to talk about you have talent you have some quarterbacks in this afc that can dominate for the next 10 years You have to put yourself in a position to do so. And I think giving Brian Dable a call, who helped improve Josh Allen, and I think giving D'Amico Ryan's a call, who took over for a Robert Sala defense who's now in New York, but played the way that they did, that offense stuck this weekend. They won off defense, and just like how they got to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, their defense got them there. That's a perfect foundation for a team with a quarterback like you already have in, in Davis Mills. Right. And I believe you can bring in a Mike Daniel, Mike McDaniels, or bring in a Demico Ryan so you can handpick who he wants, you get that run 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 gang, excuse me, together as well, which will also set a great foundation for your quarterback and Davis Mills.
1: John, I would actually love D'Amico Ryan's. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure if that's a realistic standpoint only because look D'Amico as you mentioned he has a legacy here in Houston but let's not forget his relationship with this organization did not end on the best of terms and when I take a look at D'Amico I'm taking a look at a guy he's going to have an opportunity to have options to decide where he wants to go and when you take a look at, at how his relationship with this organization ended plus you got to keep in mind, even though the Texans did kind of clean up their image this past season, they're still not the most attractive job. I'm not sure if he wants to be a part of this organization. However, John, the listeners and viewers, when I take a look at a guy like Brian Dable, I'm actually surprised that the Texans haven't been leaked to him as of right now. Because, look, first and foremost what organization did Brian Dable come from the New England Patriots he actually began his coaches his coaching career as a member of the New England Patriots as a matter of fact he began as a defensive assistant and then he was elevated to the wide receiver coach and then he took a break went on to Help coach some other teams around the league and then he came back in 2013 and he was actually a member of the new england patriots as their tight end coach and why is that important because john first and foremost let me say this about brian dabo i think when you take a look at a head coach here for the houston texans you want them to hit on three primary targets especially when you are dealing with an offensive minded coach like Dabo first and foremost you want a coach that actually has a track record in working and improving young talents like a Davis Mills young quarterback talents like a Davis Mills and John you already touched on that and I'm not going to go into that as much but two and most importantly, you still want a head coach who is not one-dimensional. You want a head coach who can actually who actually has a proven track record of working with multiple positions. And when Brian Dable was a tight end coach between the years of 2013 and 2017 or 18, I can't remember which one, but he had an opportunity to work with Grunt. And Grunt himself has said time and time again. Some of the best attributes that he's learned throughout his career as a tight end came from Brian Dable. And why is that important? John, let me ask you this question real quick. Outside of, of Davis Mills, wh- who are some of the younger guys? Matter of fact, who is another young player that the Texans have right now where his development is just going to be just as important as Davis Davis Mills?
0: Off the top of my head, I'll go with the two rookies, of Nico Collins and Brevin Jordan. Start right there. Brevin Jordan really has a bright
1: future in this league. And the Texans need to make sure that they match him up with the perfect coach that can take him, mold him, and turn him into, let's say, at least a quality starting tight end in this league. And I think if you connect him with Brian Dable, that's going to do wonders for not just Davis Mills, but also Brevin Jordan. And three, most importantly, especially for an offensive-minded coach like Brian, you want to make sure you have a coach who came into a situation and actually shown that he could take a team regardless of the circumstance and actually help them improve year after year after year. It makes total sense for them to go after Daybo more so than any of these other candidates.
0: Yeah, and I also want to mention this. I got a DM, a very interesting DM from a, one of our listeners, and this is on Twitter. And the DM went like this. can't wait to tell you guys because a lot of people are concerned about the Houston Texans in their direction says, "Hey, John, it's your boy. We're gonna say his name. I don't care if it hit anyone else or it's just me, but the Texans are still trying to find the Patriot way kind of thing. We know that won't go away, but if anything, they should give Eric Bieniemy a try again. Right now, KC is looking like they're gonna be the new Patriots, but more dominating than any other team in history, which." I disagree with that point. The the Patriots were very dominant for 20 years. Nah, I don't know, man. (laughs) He says, I feel like serial in the front office aren't seeing the real deal. KC has showed everything that goes from the past four years and without a doubt another five to ten years instead of the Patriot way should take some notes from KC. Sorry to bug you. I feel like that hasn't been mentioned enough, and I definitely want to agree with you there. I think Eric Biennemi should – be a head coach in this league i think eric b should receive a phone call and an interview requested from the houston texans i don't care about his interview skills i don't care about how he maybe has issues while being interviewed only thing that matters in football is football right and and the score at the end of the game there's no doubt about it he got a, a, a an entire you know credit kind of a, a boost from his head coach and Andy Reid. I don't know. This guy puts in the work every single day. I don't understand why he's not a head coach candidate. And we saw over the weekend, we talk about Brian Dable. We talk about DeMeco Ryans. But in that Chiefs and Bills game, we saw how important it is that, you know, every enemy should get an opportunity to be a head coach. So three coordinators from over the weekend really shine. And I don't think Houston should rush i think houston should take their time because it is be- very pivotal for you to get it right on this next go round and head coaching search Better online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond BetOnline online remains the number one spot for all of the best sport wagering action for 2022 a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up so sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus On your first deposit, just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports because BetOnline is where the game starts thanks for making the locked on Texans your first listen every day big announcement the peacock and williamson nfl show podcast is going on the road to la for super week follow the peacock and williamson nfl show today to get the most comprehensive coverage of the big game it's free and available on all platforms
1: and welcome back in ladies and gentlemen to this tuesday installment of locked on texans and john in the first segment you talked about why the Texans should actually take their time in their head coaching hiring. And ladies and gentlemen, I 100% agree because (laughs) there should be a sense of urgency for the Texans to not only get the right head coach, but also a coach who can actually develop their young players and a coach that can actually put the Texans in a competitive and a respectable standpoint because John, listeners and viewers, at the end of the 2021 season, and yes, I understand the rebuild for the Texans will take time, but when I take a look at the promise of Mills, Jordan, uh, John Granada, you know, a lot, the Texans have a lot of young promising players. I say it to myself, just maybe, just maybe, this process of this rebuild may speed up a little bit and before you know it let's say in the next two to three years they can actually be in the playoffs now john i am a believer of these young talents and hopefully if the texans make the right decision they can actually get a head coach that could take this team to the next level but it should be even more so of a sense of urgency because over the weekend i think it might have been a wake-up call that it's going to be a long time or it could be a long time before the Texans can actually get them get their names back in the playoffs because look, first and foremost John Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and of course we know Patrick Mahomes. I think those are going to be the three quarterbacks who are going to run the AFC over the next 3 to 5 years. And yeah, that's, that's not and, and league, that's man. and and that's the scary part about it it's okay when you have let's say three quarterbacks three teams that's standing at the afc but we got to keep in mind that lamar jackson the only reason why the baltimore ravens are not in the playoff this year is because lamar jackson got hurt and secondly not just lamar jackson you also got to keep in mind that justin herbert Another quarterback on the rise where we could debate this all we want, but if it wasn't for the Texans hanging 41 points on them, and if it wasn't for a stupid um, timeout call in the final game of the 2021 regular season, the Los Angeles Chargers could be in a miss. And we also got to keep this in mind as, as well. If Deshaun Watson get his wish and go to Miami and continues to stay in the AFC that's already six teams that can literally run this conference over the next three to five years where does that leave the houston texans that's the scary part about whether or not the texans are going to a make the right decision to get this to get their head coach and b whether or not the young guys that i that i just mentioned continues to develop and john listeners I definitely do not want to put too much pressure on Davis Mills. And I think we can all agree that his development may be the most important out of all the of, of the young guys that the, that the Texans have on their roster as of right now. But even if he doesn't pan out to, let's say, a quality starting quarterback, and you take a look at the development of a John Granada, Nico Collins, or any, other, any of the other young guys that you want to throw in, this week's showcase where it doesn't really matter what you do surrounding your quarterback position if you do not have a top tier quarterback on your roster you can still fall and look i get it i understand it and i hate to say this and use this as an example but look what just happened to the tennessee titans (laughs) They lost that game basically due to due to Ryan Tannehill not being in that conversation of a top quarterback or quarterback players conference, John. So disgusting performance. Look, and and John, you know me. I am very optimistic about the Texans future. But this this weekend was a rude wake
0: up call where if they don't get it right, it, it could hurt them in the long run. But you have every right to be optimistic and I could think about the most recent team where year, you know, one year to the next was totally different in 2012 the Kansas City Chiefs were two and 14. That following year they brought in Andy Reid. also a was also brought in with their coaching staff as well, then they go 11 to five and they lose in a wild card round of the playoffs and so. It's not like these things are not or impo- I mean, not possible. They're very possible, which is why we've been talking about it. It's very important. What mm-hmm. does Houston do in the next, I would say, month? And the reason why I say month, give them that time around mid-February to make this decision as head coach because they're not in a position like other franchises where the previous year you had your star quarterback, everything mm. looks like you just need to tweak and stuff. And then it goes down the drain, right? So Houston definitely has to understand and read the room because we didn't even mention Trevor Lawrence, who I still think is a generational passer. So when we look at their uh, division as as a whole by itself, the AFC South, well, what's the future with Carson Wentz with the coach? Don't know. That doesn't look too promising after Hmm. a couple of comments made. By uh, some executives over there, what's the future with Ryan Tannehill? They have to pay him thirty plus million dollars next year, and I don't think he's worth it. And so, those are two franchises that were better than the bottom two franchises that have quarterback questions surrounding it. And by the way, you don't have a quarterback in this league, you don't have anything. And I'm
1: sorry to cut you off, but by the way, John, the Colts and the Tennessee Titans, both of them are in a position where they can actually make a push for a better quarterback. Like, let's say uh, Aaron Rodgers or whatever the case might be. Or Russell Wilson. They can actually go out and bring a better quarterback, which will make it a lot harder for the Texans to compete in
0: the near future. Absolutely, but they got to get it right. And so if we're talking about who the AFC features right now, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, right, Josh Allen. So we can keep naming these guys, but those are great quarterbacks. They also have some very great teams. Patrick Mahomes has a great team. Josh Allen has a great team. So Houston has to understand, and like I said, read the room. We have a guy at quarterback right now in his first year. We'll be going into his second year. Now, we can look to upgrade that position if possible. If not, then the new head coach has to understand what we're going to work with for the future, and that's build around it. You have to build, I think, to compete in the AFC, you have to build a team that can make stops defensively consistently. And you also have to run the ball to keep some of these prolific passers at quarterback off the damn field. So (laughs) two things that Houston desperately needs to work on, which we've hit on constantly. Being better defensively, they did that this past year, but they have to recreate this running room. They have to recreate how this offensive of line works. And I think personally, if you can go back to that zone run that used to work when Houston was going 10 to 6 and 12 and 4 back in the day, to you know, kind of make things easier, then you know, let's let's do that as well. Kind of take it back a little bit more simple to how they want to run with some of these concepts. But it's not impossible, right? And I would even look at the list of what the what the Cincinnati Bengals was able to do in the last two years, getting Joe Burrow. He got hurt last year, but turning it around, making the playoffs. They definitely need to call the Houston Texans and say, "Hey, man, we got a uh, we got some picks over here. If you guys want to pay half of that salary for uh, Laramie Tunsil, it gotta happen. It gotta eight happen.
1: Eight or that. This man so go got sacked. What? Him off your hand. Eight, seven, eight, nine Nine. times, and they still won. So just so burrow isn't what did I say last week, John, when we talked about the possibility of Laramie Tunsil going to Cincinnati. If that man is that damn good with the lack of an offensive line, can you You imagine what the hell is about to happen if he
0: gets pass protection? You gotta call for him. And I also would like to say that. In 1998, the Indianapolis Colts went three and thirteen. That was when Peyton Manning. The following year, they were three. I'm sorry, they went three and thirteen in '98. They were thirteen and three the following year, lost in the divisional round. None of these things are impossible, and I think Nick Sirianni knows that. He knows that it all starts right now. So they're going to take their time. I hope they do and get it right because the future is now. Hey, Texas fans, it's John Hickman, and I'm joined by Cody Davis. I'm here to tell you about, like I always do. An incredible app everybody who buy gas needs to know about. That's GetUpside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or SCORE for college for $0.25 cent per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code touchdown for NFL or score for college. Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your first podcast every day. Be sure to check out tomorrow's episode when we're joined by Aaron Wilson. Now make your second listen to Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. The funny thing about the weekend, <laughs> and I, I say the start of the playoffs, is even though they're no longer here physically, they're with us in spirit. You got Zach Cunningham, he was in the playoffs, bounced. DJ Reed is in the playoffs, AFC title game. You got, uh, who else? Charles Omidahu, who, who took a lot of flack this past week about his comments about the franchise. You know, he's. Going to the NFC Championship game, this past couple of weeks featured a couple of Texans, uh, past Texans, and um, to see DJ Reader and to see uh, you know Charles who make it to where they're going right now. Still young in their career, and I really wish DJ Reader was still in Houston. I definitely wish who was still in Houston, but DJ Reader was a guy that I just loved his game watching while he was a Texan. But shout out to those guys, man. And Zach Cunningham can finally take that trip he wanted to take, um, you know, earlier when he was suspended. And all. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But uh, shout out to those former Texans. And the Arizona Texans got bounced. <laughs> the Houston Titans got bounced. What a, what a terrible performance from Ryan Tenno. I know – I know uh, my, my boy over at the Locked On Titans, uh, Tyler is pissed off, man. I of know course. he is you know, personally. We can see him on timeline. Follow the Locked On Titans, but just a terrible outing by Ryan Tenniel. Nonetheless, <laughs> Deontay Foreman he had a decent game. He's out though. Uh, a lot of Texans played this past weekend and uh, had some good performances.
1: Man, when I watch the Bengals um, take on the Tennessee Titans, I think. Out of all the guys who departed this organization over the last, what, two to three years, let's say, outside of DeAndre Hopkins, I think the loss of DJ Reader might have been the second biggest loss out of everyone. And I only say that because, John, DJ Reader might be one of. The way he impacts the defensive line is something that the Texans have been missing, especially their inability to stop the run. And this is two consecutive seasons where we have talked about how bad the Texans have been at stopping the run. And even when you go back to 2020, when, hell, they still had J.J. Watt, a healthy J.J. Watt, and and somewhat of a very productive J.J. Watt, and they were still terrible at stopping the run. And when you take a look at what was thrown out there and you and you take a look at what wasn't thrown out there and I'm talking about the loss of DJ Reader when when did he depart? He signed with Cincinnati in the offseason 2019 was
0: his last year so 2020 Okay, was- so
1: 2020 he signed as a free agent and you know of course it had to do with a lot for at least from what I've been told it had to do a lot from a standpoint of the money aspect of things and of course once again you're looking at a situation where they was taking into account the massive contract that they knew that they had to give the Sean Watson, the massive contract that they have to had to give Laramie Tunsil because they had their hands tied behind their backs, you know. And that's also part of the reason why that they had to depart from DeAndre Hopkins, which I still call BS on that, because I still think you find money some way, somehow, to keep that guy here. But I say all that (laughs) exactly, but I say all that just to say the loss of DJ Reader is another reason why the Texans are yeah. in the situation where they where they are in today. Because if you were able to keep him um during the off season of twenty twenty, there's no way in hell we're still sitting here talking about how bad the Texans are at stopping the run, and you know, John, I just thought about that, and I wanted to bring it up. Last year, DJ Reader did not have an opportunity to prove his worth to the Texans because I think he got hurt and only played half the season. But he has had a phenomenal year this year, and just like he did for the Houston Texans during his time here, a part of the Rock Boys, baby, <laughs> um, he's doing the same thing in Cincinnati, and that is why they are going to the AFC. Part of the reason why they are going to the AFC Championship game and the Houston texans are sitting at home watching their former members
0: on on, at home with us (laughs) right with us right (laughs) hey what's up (laughs) y'all hey thank you guys for checking out the locked on texas podcast be sure to uh, follow us on twitter at locked on and subscribe as well on youtube you guys have been doing an amazing job with that don't stop now keep believing i'm john so sports guy hickman follow me on twitter at john underscore hickman 12
1: and as always i'm your host cody davis please remember to follow me on twitter at cody davis underscore 24. once again that's cody c-o-t-y-d-a-v-i-s underscore 24. until next time ladies and gentlemen peace